been a while. We are finally back, out of turn. I'm your host, Landon Fruit. And I'm your co-host, Sam Hilton. Some people may say we came out the woodwork for this episode. Landon, what would you say? I would say that they counted us out, but we're not dead yet. We're still breathing. Minor setback for a major comeback. Exactly. The bus is still rolling. What episode is this, Landon? I've lost count. It's been so long, I can't fault you for forgetting. It is episode 16. Throw a Ooh. big party. Get your party favors out. Do the thing that makes the noise. The That's not what the sound it makes. It makes a, I don't, I don't a bazooka. I don't think it's a bazooka. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Sweet 16 and we're here. Sweet 16, we did it. We got a fall-themed episode today. It's about that time of the year. Although here in Ohio, ooh, there's a little bit of a trick. Got down to 70, back up straight to 90. That's fall for you. That's happened to me yesterday. It was 65 degrees in Wisconsin. Then it started raining. And then it started hailing. So I pulled over. You know, you don't want hail breaking your windshield. And it stopped raining. And it was 95 degrees yesterday. And then today it's the high of 65. It was wild. You just never know what's going to happen in the fall. You never know what's going to happen in football either. We're going to be talking about that. Including some hot takes from Sam. You always have to have it. And then some would-you-rathers. And we're not exactly sure what would-you-rathers we're going to come up with. So it's exciting. To all you listeners out there, the leaves are changing, but Landon and I are staying the same. We're staying the same. I like it. Let's get (laughs) So much excitement. So much excitement. So much energy. I love it. Let's get into football. Let's get into football, Landon. As a true Bengals fan, I need you to discuss all the Bengals hype this offseason, what Bengals media, what the Bengals world, what the Bengals fans were saying, how going to the games now again are, because you now you have season tickets, how the tour of the field was, and what, what the vibe is now that, now that they're surprisingly 0-2, when they should at least be 1-1, at least, at least. I don't- no, they shouldn't. They played awful in both games. That's okay. This is, you know, what I'm coming out with. So I have season tickets, and this is the first year I ever had season tickets. I got the Jungle Pass one year. It was $200 for all the games, and this is substantially more expensive, about the same level of seats, but we were sold on a better team. So, you know, it was worth it. Um, I will say that the season ticket perks have been really good. We got to tour the stadium, including getting a picture with the Lamar Hunt trophy, which was awesome to do. We got to play on the field. It was like 103 degrees. So it was a little hot that day. They didn't have any water. The one thing I would have wanted is some water. Did you score a touchdown, though? I scored so many touchdowns. I stopped there a couple you go. touchdowns. You know, I got to play Ooh. all the positions, quarterback, wide receiver. We weren't allowed to kick. They put the – Goalposts away, which is probably uh, a smart move. But it was awesome. Oh, Taysom Hill. Yeah, exactly. Give me a <laughs> Taysom jersey. Hill 2.0. I'd pay for the amount of money Taysom Hill's getting. I'd pay, I'd play any position. So that was really cool. We got to tour the locker room. It was really cool. We got uh our own rings, which you can see right here. Ooh. Yeah, we you, got- should, you should start rocking that at work. Be like, yeah, I'm an AFC champion. Yeah, AFC champion rings, which is really cool. Um and it says season ticket member on the on the side too. Um, so this was really unexpected because they had a giveaway earlier in the year and we didn't go, so we didn't think we were going to get it. 
And then when we got our season tickets, there was a voucher that said, come claim your prize. And we didn't know that they were going to be in the rings. We thought we just weren't going to yeah. get one. And then we show up and we get the rings. And then Ooh. we're treated to some terrible football. <laughs> real so, fast, though, real fast. Are you saving the ring for marriage? Are you going to propose and drop the ring? No, this the engagement ring? I will never oh, okay. use this ring. All right. I will All right. wear this. I want to be wow. married in that ring. Oh, geez. All right. That's far way away for you, hopefully. Hopefully, but I probably won't see All the right. Super Bowl championship for the Vegas yeah, oh, yeah. in my lifetime. <laughs> nice <so>. segue. <laughs> No, so obviously this year had a lot of hype. Um, I think that a lot of Bengals media locally at least expected a playoff berth. And, you know, the season's still young, so that could happen. Some expected a Super Bowl win. I think that kind of 10 to 11 to 12 wins was kind of the goal of the season for a lot of people. Uh, definitely a reasonable expectation. And, you know, the AFC is pretty loaded. So going back to the Super Bowl would, would have been a tough task, but at least you know, maybe one playoff win, at least get to the divisional round was kind of seen as what this team could do. And to say now that uh, Bengals Twitter is in a bad spot is almost an understatement. Bengals Twitter, social media is in a really bad place because they were sold on the idea that this team was going to be really good, a special team. And so far, they've arguably looked like one of the worst teams in the NFL. I mean, the game against the Steelers, they had their chances. And part of me really thought that they were going to win, and I would have taken the win just because they played terribly. Like, I don't think yeah, the Steelers team is very good at all. And the defense played really well, but the offense looked terrible. They really couldn't move it. They had many chances, including Mike Tomlin making kind of a bad decision in the fourth quarter, throwing the ball with Trubisky and basically giving the Bengals a free timeout when they didn't have it. And Najee, Najee Harris got hurt in that on that yeah. drive too. So they got two free timeouts. Really, everything that could have gone right, besides the four interceptions and the fumble from Burrow, really went right. And they still lost. And yeah, you could say, you know, it was a blocked extra point that cost them, and that's it. Or you can say, you know, a missed field goal probably doesn't happen, but. The difference was between this year and last year was oh, last year, a lot of the times the ball is kind of bouncing their way. And I know they had some losses that were, you know, kind of fluky too, but it's just something that when you're supposed to be vastly superior than the team, you should win. And, you know, Pittsburgh came out, didn't look very good against the Patriots who, who knows how good the Patriots are either. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I that was really disappointing. And then I'm not going to say that, Week two was kind of a must win because it's two weeks into the year. It's not a must win. They can still turn around, no. but no, you would have liked to see a better performance than that against Cooper Rush, who yeah, really only had two drives and the entire rest of the game didn't do anything. Again, the Bengals defense played really, really well besides those two drives. They only gave up six points the entire rest of the game after two touchdowns, you know, the first two drives. So they played really well. Um, but the offense just couldn't do it. And, you know, part of it is the offensive line, which must be a lot better. Yeah, that's what I want to hear. Like, I was sold on the offensive line being better. And now yeah. there's so many – and Joe Burrow's holding around the ball a lot longer too. Well, it's not just that, but Joe, Joe Burrow's not showing very good pocket presence either. It's not just to hold the ball on longer. It's he's doing weird things that last year he didn't do. He's moving around a little bit. I think he's kind of shell-shocked a little bit. Um, 
maybe part of it is the the appendectomy that he had in the offseason. He doesn't feel completely comfortable. I mean, I've heard literally every excuse that you can do come you, up with. Do you um, think he's too cocky? Or you think he's like, hey, I can do whatever I want? Like a Mahomes kind of feel? Honestly, I think I would say it's more he's so he was so used to getting hit that he's kind of in that mindset where he just doesn't trust the line. And then the other thing is the defenses that they're seeing are a lot different than they were last year, too. A lot of teams are, are playing, you know, cover two, kind of treating yeah. them like the Chiefs. And they weren't really that great at, you know, long sustained drive last year. They were very like deep shot, you know, yeah. deep, shot, deep shot. That's how we're going to make it. We're going to sputter when we can't hit it. So they're struggling there. And also the routes that the coaching staff is coming up with, there aren't very good routes for what Joe has been able to get for the pressure. So it's a lot of issues. I think, I think part of it is they didn't play a single snap in the, in the preseason. Yeah. That whole line has only played two games together now. True. And then I think the coaching staff is on the offense side of the ball needs a lot of work. They need to figure something out and they just need to trust, you know, their line, which it seems like they just, they're just so scared. I mean, you have a chance to win the game on uh, you have a third and three with two minutes left and you throw the ball three yards behind the line of the first down marker. That's not really giving you, your team a chance to win. Yeah. It's because they're so scared of taking a sack or, you know, that Joe's going to get pressured into doing something that they, they panic. I will say the positive news is. Is that, that Kellen the hot seat? I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, I think that there are a lot of fans that are really frustrated by him. And I think part of that is because I think it's still debatable that he's actually that good of a coach. Yeah. It's a results business and he's not going to get fired. He, he's got probably two more years because of Cincinnati, but a lot of people, a lot of Bengals fans think that they made the Super Bowl despite Zach Taylor. Jeez. So I don't think he's quite on the hot seat, but um, I think that they all need to do a better job. And I mean, we'll see if we can. I think the good thing, the very, the one positive is like, you could argue that two of the best pass rushing teams that they faced or that they're going to face this year, they've already faced. Uh, Cause yeah. With TJ Watt. Dallas has a lot of really good linemen. Um, so maybe that'll help the line, but it's got to be better. Joe's got to feel more comfortable and he's got to play a lot better. And, you know, we'll see if the coaching staff can put him in that position, but it's not a great spot. Bengals Twitter is not a great spot. If they lose to the Jets this week, this will probably come after that. If they lose oh to the Jets, then I it could be really bad. What? Speaking of the Jets, down yeah. 13 points to the Brownies. Brownie the Elf. Come out. Ho, ho, ho. Santa's treat. They lose. Yes, that was that was quite the meltdown by the Browns, quite the performance by the Jets. Love to see it. It was a crazy day in that division because the yeah. uh, yep. Ravens also blew a pretty big lead to, yeah. the, to the Dolphins. To, uh, the Dolphins are legit. Dolphins might, might be segue into hot takes. Let's hear. Let's hear your hot takes, Sam. I want to hear that. Oh, oh, we're going. Oh, we're going right into it. Let's do it. You got some. All righty. All right. I think we need some music. Just some like dun 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 dun. Oh, there we go. Dun 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 dun. Perfect. All righty. 
How many hot takes do you want? As many as you got. All right. Hot take number one. Browns will finish dead last in the AFC North. Book it. Throw 10 G's on that. Actually, don't, I, I wouldn't if I were you. I'm just <laughs> betting with my heart. But, you know, throw, throw, throw 10 G's on that, you little DraftKings listeners. Hot take number two. Are the Dolphins the only two teams to go undefeated in a full season? Oh, wow. Are they? Are they? <laughs> I really hope Dolphins lose week uh, three. Could you imagine that? Like, I, I, that's not really a hot day. This is more of like a, like a coincidence. Like the only two teams ever go undefeated from the exact same organization. That would be wild. <laughs> uh, hot take number two. Niners are better off with Jimmy G. I, I don't understand the Jimmy G slander. I really, I truly don't you just understand. just love Jimmy G. You're a big Jimmy I, G guy. You know what you're going to get. He's not a Mahomes. He's not an Allen. He's not going to throw over 500 yards. But he's not going to do anything stupid. You know, you have a pretty decent defense. When you have a pretty – I mean, their running backs are just cursed left and right. They, they get injured all the time. So, Debo Samuel's just out there. You're welcome, by the way. <laughs> Gifted. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's – 49ers might be better off without – Trey Lance, like for them to bring him back, shows that hey, do they really trust Trey Lance? Now they don't have to worry about that because God forbid he's injured. You know, never wish that upon anyone. All right, you know. Anyway, hot take number two. I still think the Colts are going to win the AFC South. Ooh, here's my hot take. My hot take in response to that: Jacksonville oh, wins Doug the Peterson. AFC South. Doug Peterson, a one-hit wonder. He's got. He's got Trevor Lawrence looking fixed. Hot take number three. There's going to be two teams out of the NFC East that go into the playoffs. Wow. Who's, who's the Giants? Teams? Giants and Eagles. Okay. I actually like the Giants. I think they might have a chance to do something. Go, going for it. Going for two against the Titans week one. Even if they didn't get it. Dabble sent a message to their team like, hey, we're not going to just play to tie. We're not going to just play to, like, hope to win. We're going we're gonna to go for it. We're just going to boom. We're just going division by division. Hot take number four, Packers will finish second in the NFC North. Okay. Who's going to win the NFC North then? I mean, honestly, I have no idea. I'm just betting the field. <laughs> I, just, okay. I, I just hope they don't win the NFC North. Wow. Yep. NFC South, it's a Bucks division. That's not really a hot take. The Panthers make the division. Baker Mayfield turns it around. The last two weeks are not his fault. <laughs> wow. All right. Switching over to college football. Hot take. The beginning of the year, I would have just said UK has more wins than Ohio State. This time, <laughs> you know, this, time again. this time, Ohio, UK will finish ahead of Ohio State in the final AP polls the end of the year. <laughs> I just want the record to say that last year, Sam made the same hot take and was wrong. No, I said they would finish with the same wins or more than LSU. Okay, you're still wrong. By one win, because you have <laughs> to figure out how to defend one person. Okay, well, you know, you're still wrong. It doesn't. <laughs> I, I know. Okay, making sure. It's a hot take for a reason, all right? Call me Skip Bayless and Stephen okay. A. Smith. 
got any more? I mean, for them, for UK to finish ahead of Ohio State, they're going to have to beat Georgia. So I guess that's really not a hot take. We're rolling right into the discussed cats anyway. So you know what? That's my last hot take. Go, oh, the Big Ten will go defeated in the bowl games yet again. They didn't go defeated last year, though. <laughs> I know. My hot take is still – I think the only two wins they had was were Ohio State won their bowl game because they played Utah. And then I think one other team won. Okay. And that Let's was go. it. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see if the hot take – The Kentucky one. Kentucky one. I want to throw money on right now. The Cats – might be back. They might be. They've never been. They've never been there for football, but they might still be there. They might still be back. Speaking of that, I was leaving dinner tonight, and I got an ESPN app that said ESPN notification that said Kentucky football players. I had read it so fast, I thought it said Kentucky football players arrested in 2021 are now facing suspension. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. But it said five UK players are suing the cops. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, all right. I mean, you gotta be kidding me. This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah, he thought he thought the thought the worst immediately. I understand yeah. that. That Youngstown State game, I was very I was worried about. You know, I was worried yeah. about that game. They got a big one against Northern Illinois, too. They can't no, overlook them. I don't think they're gonna overlook them. I think we're I, I was just worried about a noon kickoff after beating Florida, and the media is like, oh my gosh, they're having Gator for dinner. All these people are calling to Stoops' show. Like, it's just like, oh, Stoops' reunion at Youngstown State. I was very, very worried that it was going to be really close or they were going to lost, but they didn't. They got the win. They got it done. Yep. And now they look to keep on rolling. They got Northern Illinois this week. They should, you know, take care of business. Things they are should. really setting up. You know, Ole Miss on the road. That'll be a tough game. I think that's where you figure out, you know, just how real Kentucky is. If they get that win, then, you know, they should roll in undefeated to at Tennessee. That'll be tough. And then Georgia. So the season sets up really nice. They have a good chance to make it special. They just need, yep. you know, the offensive line to hold because it's been a little bit of a struggle. Um, yep. That's really the only thing that I think has been negative about it. The, the rushing attack hasn't been great, but, you know, Chris Rodriguez yep. comes back. Passing attack, whoop, Levis looks good, but he still has those, like, stupid one-to-two throws. Yeah. Like, against Florida, he didn't have any interceptions, but, like, against, like, Miami and Youngstown, he had three picks all together. I guess you just can't. Yeah, yeah. You got to bring it all the time if you want to be a top NFL yeah. player. If you want to be a Heisen finalist. Hot, t- hot take? Does Will Levis finish in the Heisen voting? Top five? I kind of think he has a chance. If Kentucky ends up winning, I think. Yeah. But you know who I think might win? My favorite, Stenson Don't Bennett. Say it. I think I was going to say CJ. Yeah, I thought you were going to say CJ Stroud. No. Man has, played, man has played Lady of the Elms, three-legged <laughs> women, and I don't know who else. Like. Fair enough. Yeah, no. Um, but I think we'll have the chance. I think the even more exciting thing is that if Kentucky decides to, like, look at the portal again, this is the first time ever they have, like, legit offensive weapons, like, in the passing game that are, like – yeah come play with us. Like we'll make you look like a superstar. So yeah. Exciting time. You non-football fans. Don't you fear? We have just a segment for you. We have most overrated, most underrated and best thing overall. All of them have to do with the fall. So Landon, what do you think is a most overrated thing in the fall? I think the most overrated thing in the fall is like the leaves. 
Like everyone's all about the leaves and them changing and then falling off the ground. But all they do is kind of create a mess. Yeah, they might be pretty, but they're not that exciting. No one's jumping in a pile of leaves anymore. They're just annoying. They crunch. <laughs> not really that exciting of a sound. I'm just over the leaves. That's the most overrated thing about the fall for me. To me, it's going to piss a lot of people off probably. I'm not a huge fan of Halloween. Halloween wow. is not okay. my favorite holiday. Wow. Like, I'll dress up where you have a party, but it's just like, eh. Like, okay, it's Halloween. I'm not a big sweet guy, like candy-wise. I don't need another excuse to get drunk. You know, my liver probably needs a break anyway. Wow. Okay. That is a hot take. Uh, oh, so now we're going to move to the most underrated thing in the fall. Go ahead, Sam. I want to hear yours. A warm donut with some hot apple cider. Okay. Like, no one, this, obviously, you get this in your pumpkin picking. So everyone's like, Sam, you hate pumpkin picking. Yeah, I hate that part. Set me up shop and get me a nice, you know, cinnamon donut with some apple cider. And I'm happy as a clam. I'm going to go with the most underrated thing in the fall being the weather. And hear me out because you might not think it's underrated, but nobody is really that excited about uh, the weather. Yeah. Like, yeah. In the summer, you know, it's warm. Everyone's loving the warmth. In the spring, it could be 55 degrees, and you think it's the greatest thing ever because it was 35 last week. But in the fall, no one's really too excited about the weather. In the winter, you get the snow. There are a lot of people out there that would say that the fall has the worst weather. It's when it starts to get darker earlier. It's not the winter. It's the fall. Yeah. Oh. It starts to get cooler, and to a lot of people, it signifies the end of summer. But I think the fall is the greatest weather because it's cool. Even though it's dark, it's still cool all the time when it's fall. (laughs) You don't have to worry about the spring where you get, like, allergies and stuff, and it starts to get a little humid. There's no humidity in the fall. That's really what it comes down to, the lack of humidity, the coolness. It's the perfect weather as far as I'm concerned. And I mean, I'm not a huge fan of summer weather, the heat. Because you sweat so much. Because I sweat a lot. So that that time where I know I don't have to sweat anymore is big for me. So I'm going to say the weather. Huge. This is segueing in perfectly to what I think the best thing of the fall is. I'm a big golfer. And like you said, the leaves on the ground is kind of annoying. So I'm a golf course and it's kind of annoying. Nothing is better then going out on the course, and it's a crisp 55, 60 degrees. You got a quarter zip on, maybe a sweatshirt and some pants. Or you're just walking around the city, walking around town, and you're wearing sweatshirt, sweatpants or sweatshirt and shorts. You can have a bonfire. I, I read the, the weather. I think the best thing in the fall is the weather. Like, it's just nothing hits differently than a nice fall day. I like it. You could you could open up the windows too. I think this is this is a perfect time of the year where you could open the windows and not have to worry about the heat or the AC or bugs coming in because there's really no many bugs out, you know. Now mosquitoes at night, obviously, like you don't want to I mean, I don't want anyone to just leave their windows open up like all night with no screen. Also, even with a screen, like I still want it because you know bugs can still come in. But like it's just best thing in the fall, I think, is the weather. I do. I think the best thing in the fall is Thanksgiving, definitely late fall. But as you know from earlier podcasts, 
I think Thanksgiving is the most underrated holiday of them all. I agree. The best holiday. So, of course, I'm going to pick the best holiday for the best thing in the fall. And your birthday's in the fall, too. Exactly. I should have gone with that. I wasn't thinking. No, it's not. It's October 4th. Oh, October 3rd. October 3rd. (laughs) Close. Maybe. The big 2-8, Landon? The big 2-8. It's exciting. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Wow. When you're more marriage. What? Oh. Oh, I said only when you're closer to marriage. Oh, two more years to 30, and then it's all downhill. Oh, it's, it was downhill since I turned 16. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yep. So now that we've discussed football in the fall, we're moving away from the F words. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that was so funny. Go ahead. We're going to move to the W's, the crux of the show, the would you rathers. We have two would you rathers for you today. Firstly, Sam, would you rather get up at 3 a.m. or 1 p.m. for the rest of your life? So, Landon, as you know, I wake up pretty early anyway. Even after I go out, go out for a night, I still wake up early. So for this one, I'm just gonna say I'd rather get up at 3 a.m. every 3 a.m. every day for the rest of my life. Now, like, does this mean if I go to bed at 1 a.m. and wake up at 3 a.m., I feel refreshed, or am I like dragging? You still feel the same way. Can I take a nap still? You can take a one-hour nap. Yeah, right, I'm still doing 3 a.m. Two, you are. Yep. It is not who I am. I am definitely yeah. more of a night owl. Yeah. I struggle to wake up in the morning, even if I go to bed really early. I struggle to go to sleep early. I'm usually up way too late. But Insomnia is a thing. <laughs> but I still think that it would be a real struggle to wake up at 1 p.m. I think there's a lot that you couldn't really do in your life as it currently sits it's tough to have a job that i have or that you have at one if you're waking up at 1 p.m unfortunately a lot of the business world favors the early morning so for all of those reasons as terrible as it would be and as much as i would need that one hour nap and to go to bed at probably 7 p.m i am going to go with the 3 a.m wake up call yeah, honestly, you'd, you'd have to work, work like a third shift job. Yeah, pretty much. You'd have to yeah, work like yeah. a yeah, third shift job or like some weird hours or a strange job. Yeah, yeah. tough. And you up at 3 a.m., like now you have your morning before work to go do stuff. Yep, you can do whatever you want before you go to work. So The only thing productive. that would suck is the weekends. The only thing that would suck is the weekends. That mm-hmm. Saturday morning and Sunday morning would be brutal. Yeah, it would be. Yes, it would be. But you get used to it, I feel like. Your body would just adapt to it. A lot of cocaine. A lot Adderall. of cocaine and Adderall. Moving right along. No real segue into this one, Landon. Would you rather see the same artist in concert every time or see the same team play in person? Now, you don't have to go to the same venue for the same artist. You can go to like different venues and you don't have like, if you go see the Bengals, you're not, you're not only going to Cincy to see the Bengals play or the Reds or who have you. I definitely picked the same team just because 
I'm not huge, huge on concerts. I like concerts, but they're not like my favorite thing. I'd much prefer a game anyway. And I think I could pick one team, whether it be, you know, Kentucky or the Bengals, probably the Bengals because they're the closest I've been to them and just go around them. It would suck if there was a big game for another team that I like, but probably save myself some money in that regard. So I think well, I'd you like, can still go to Kentucky. No, it says same team. Oh, so you can, oh, oh, you team. can only. Oh, okay, all right, yeah. So all right, never mind. Yeah, yeah. So I could either go to Kentucky or like the Bengals, but oh man, oh man, this 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 hurts now for me. What about you, Sam? I'm still gonna do the same team. For me, it'd be the Red Sox. I'll go to Fenway. I go travel around and see the team play like um at different um away ballparks someone knock off every ballpark uh in the u.s or actually not u.s technically canada north america for the concert i look at like if i see the same team play i may not see the same result if i see the same artist in concert all the time and it's the same exact set list i know it's going to happen now granted the venue is going to be a little different the crowd's going to be different the atmosphere is going to be different but overall i know what i'm going to be listening to if i go to see the same same artist I need to get bigger into concerts. I need to go to more concerts. So that's also why I want, don't want to limit myself into the same concert only. Yeah, so I'd say see the same team play in person. Wow. Nothing yeah. like a nice Fenway Saturday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday for the rest of my life. You wouldn't want to see Mike all over the place, just Mike, you know, forever. We, hey, that was honestly probably the most fun concert I've ever been to. That one and the Red Rocks one. Even though I didn't like Killer, even though I'm not a huge Queen fan, that was a great concert. The venue was phenomenal. Wow. Yeah. So with that, on that note, I think it's time to say adieu. It was great to be back. Great to discuss. Great to choose the most important choices of our life. But for now, it's time to say goodbye. So with that, thank you again for listening. Hope to be back more frequently here. But for now, I'm Landon Perut. I'm Sam Hilton. Thank you to the almost 10,000 listeners. We, are, we apologize for keeping you wait for so long. We have been so busy with everything going on, but we would not be here without you. Don't you worry. We'll still be dropping the merch here soon. We got some designs in the Brew Works. We got some hats coming out. We got some koozies. We got it all. We love you. As always, like, subscribe, share, support. Let us know. Let us know if you want to be a guest. As always, till next time, hasta la vista.